This is Marta. And this is Anna. And this is You've Got Five Options show. It is indeed. And I have just listened once again to our introduction. And I realized that we haven't recorded the new one in a very long time. I have uh, the same thoughts running in my apparently weird head today. Your uh, head is not weird. But it's, it's just Friday the 13th in 2020. So today is the day. <laughs> today is the day. Well, I wouldn't call, uh, I would call you eccentric today. You are quite eccentric, my dear. And are we having an eccentric program today? Well, let's see. Let's, let's see, see about that. We have a guest here, but coming back to our intro, which you started the topic. Yeah, I did. I, I think it's still relevant. We still have some bullshit in our shows. We still have some wisdom in our shows. We still have some artists. And you we? are coming from <coughs> the left field many times. <laughs> I, I, I would still say that you are still the left field, uh, you know, champion. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I I think I, however, am challenged. Today I have challenger, which is you. And also Dave is a quite a worthy contester. What contest did I do con now? I just re-listened our previous show in Small Re Business Rising when you said that you can lick the frog and get high in Amazon Jungle. So <laughs> if that's not from the left field, when we are talking about productivity problems, then I don't know what is, my dear. <laughs> Was that an attempt at beatboxing? I didn't know what to say. You didn't know what to say. Okay. Um, so, yes, we are sometimes all coming from the left field. And I think that's not a bad thing because I hope that this makes this show more exciting. Yeah, that was the hopefully, word. hopefully, hopefully. I don't really think that people tune in for the radio or to our podcast to listen to something very conventional because that we do not provide. Not much of it, no. Not much of it. We have quite uh, broad topics and very unique guests, and we have a unique guest today as well. We won't call you special because I make this mistake, Katarina, and I call all of our guests special when. In reality, all of them are special, but sometimes some guests are maybe more unique because of the idea or uh, a perspective that they will bring to the show. And I think this is one of the more unique guests that we are going to have here. I like unique. I really, really like unique as the word. I really think that every person is unique. So, so we I can repeat it, it over and over to, again. I used to know Nick. <laughs> <laughs> He's living from in the left no. field. <laughs> I, I think we can take I that like one unique, off. Yeah, indeed. I like unique. I like unique. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Um. This, uh, yeah, okay. Well, hello, Katarina. <laughs> uh, hello. How do you feel with us in this small little unique uh, studio? 
I feel very good. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you you are still here. You haven't run away, so <laughs> that's a good sign. It Thank is. you for being here. It's lovely to have you here. You have a very nice presence and uh, a sweater in my favorite color, almost favorite color, which is kind of teal, blue. Turquoise. Yeah, turquoise. turquoise. I used to have. I have. A, I used to have. I still have a friend, Amy, and she. We call her turquoise Elm Amy. Even her house is painted turquoise. Okay. Mm-hmm. All the clothes that she wear, the hair lighter will be turquoise. Yeah. That's, that's unique. So. That's unique. Yeah. No, that's Amy. <laughs> that's what? <laughs> that's okay. Okay. Let's I'm go. sorry to interrupt so often, but I'm, that's, I'm that's all alone here in this corner of the studio, and you girls are all there, and you know, sometimes. <sighs> well, if you get hard. too annoying, we are three, so we can beat you. I know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I like that. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure if our guests <laughs> I'm not sure if our guests would like that. I guess it would be weird sounds and stuff. But coming back to the topic of the show and it's not Nick or Amy that we are going to talk about in the show. We are going to talk about something very interesting for me personally and it's uh, a lot of things that we will talk about, but among others we will talk about fast manifestation. Yes. And that's uh, that's actually quite a new concept for me. I've heard about manifesting and I have never heard this kind of like put together fast manifesting. So I'm very excited about talking uh, about that topic today. But we will start by actually introducing you, Katarina, a little bit so that our guests have an idea who are we talking to. <coughs> so. I would like to, now that we have already touched upon colors, I would like to ask you which color would best describe you as a person? Well, today I think that it's green and it, that's because it's a color of a nature. Uh, it would resonate with me today the most. Okay, mm-hmm. so do you, uh, why, why do you feel that the color of nature resonates with you most now? Well, because I feel a part of the nature. Yes, I feel yeah. flow with it. Okay. I actually, you know what I like, Katarina, from what you said, that today I feel like green. Usually we get answers from people like, you know, describe yourself in some way and people are trying to find the three best adjectives about themselves or a color or something. And it's kind of like they try to fix themselves in those terms. I like what you did there. You're very smart. Today, I feel like green, but maybe tomorrow I will feel like red. Huh. Very nice. I think I think this tells us a little bit something about us humans, you know. Today, I can describe myself in this way, but tomorrow it might be not relevant anymore because we are going through a constant updates. Yes. Especially in 2020. <laughs> And on Friday, the no 13th. Shit. <laughs> yes. Okay, so... Uh, since you are a fast manifester now, I'm really curious, who did you want to be when you were a kid? Uh, when I was a kid, first, when I got my bike, I wanted to be a taxi driver uh, because I was <laughs> driving around and imagining that I pick up guests and I leave them out and then I pick the nest next and, you know, that was my dream job. Very ambitious. <laughs> Very ambitious, yes. And then I wanted to be an astronaut and uh, go to the sun. Yes, <laughs> as a child. I guess you didn't really have much <laughs> no. information about the sun no, no at that point. Uh, 
but that's okay. That's with, okay the, with the bike as well. Okay, so something about picking up people and delivering them to the destination they mm-hmm. want to go to. That's interesting. And also coming closer to the light. I'm trying to make an interpretation, you know, that it's not so obvious. It's very creative. <laughs> coming well on <laughs> on spot. Yeah. Coming well spot on. Yeah. Would be the right way. Yeah, I'm uh, lately trying to find like a hidden meanings be- behind things because, you know, I'm also trying to figure out what it meant when I wanted to be a cleaning lady when I was three years old, which did not manifest in my life at all. Yeah, until I got to your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, uh, then <laughs> I, I kind clean of... After <laughs> no, but it's like I, I'm trying like, you know, you hear people like kids coming up with weird things like, why would I want to be a cleaning lady? It makes no sense. Or for instance, you got the bike why would you like to drive people around maybe there is something subconscious you know helping people to get to the right destination or maybe helping people to clean something in their life or or give them more clarity i don't know maybe it's a too far-fetched but lately i am trying to become more mystical so yeah yeah. anna is uh, now trying to become a fortune teller so if you want to know what's the deeper meaning of your life uh, you just need to remember who you wanted to be as a kid and she'll tell you everything you need to know about yourself actually i would glad uh, i would gladly uh, take that challenge Uh, i also have another service in my sleeve it's called uh, oracle toddler baby Uh, my daughter is playing lately my uh, how old is she 18 months? So no, it's like close to 16, but no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She's a year and four and Guys, a half Guys, after one year we stopped counting months. It a became, year and a half and a, four She's and a half. like year and a half, right? So close to it. So she lately plays with my oracle cards. Yeah, I know. Okay, judge us. <laughs> we At least we know where she is. Right? Where is she? <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's, she's in Vogestua. So lately she's playing with the oracle cards that I have and she completely like destroys the whole deck. And then like the first uh, part is that she completely like throws them away and then she starts to look at cards, pick them up and then randomly one card she looks at and then she goes to you and give it to you. So I think that she actually is an oracle toddler that she because it's it's not like she takes the first card she actually puts some mindfulness to it and we read her messages for like uh, around a week already like she gives us the you know like for instance freedom or uh, failure and, and then like, okay why failure but okay you know she she gives us those cards and I was like maybe we should open like an online service you know toddler baby or because she has no concept of what is on the card she cannot read it she cannot steer it in any way so yeah uh, i can interpret your childhood dreams and i can also uh, involve my oracle toddler i think the oracle toddler is a great business idea but uh, you run, run out, out of you toddlers, know, run yeah. out of toddlers quite quick I know, I know. well you can make some it went pretty fast last time didn't it oh, thanks, wasn't mate. that difficult <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I will bring a child to this world only to keep my business going. But she's still a toddler, so we, she can still pull a card for you if you want, dear listeners. And so for you, Katarina, if you want. Super. Well, I want it. That's the remark number one. Okay. Remark number two, Dave, there is no time in that little uh, time machine that we should be seeing. So I have no idea how we are. Yes. No, you, you have it. Yes. Thank By you. time machine, Marta means a monitor in a studio that uh, has a little uh, clock showing us the timer and it's 
taped around with a vivid tape. It's a Soviet design, sorry, Russian design. <laughs> so we know how uh, how much time do we have to talk to you and to our guests. But so far, so good. 11 yes. minutes. And I'm coming uh, to your place soon. I want a Gabby toddler reading for me. Yes, it can be arranged. Okay. So I have one more question for you, Katarina, just to get to know you a little better. What do you believe your friends or your close people, your family, your husband, maybe your son, what do they value most about you? What do they value is uh, honesty. I'm uh, very honest and sometimes br sometimes brutally honest, but they value that about me. And uh, openness, uh, that's also... and that I am a kind of an uplifter and encourager. I concur, although I have never experienced the brutality mm. of your honest, honesty. I find it very soft, nice and kind, uh, the way you deliver yeah. <laughs> the honesty. So You're brutally kind. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I understand that sometimes, uh, you know, uh, different yeah. people experience uh, the things differently, mm -hmm. especially the ones that live with us every day. They have, they sometimes have a different insight into, mm. into ourselves. Okay, so Let's move on to uh, the topic that um, is really interesting for me. And uh, basically, that's how we met, uh, actually through what you do in life. What is your life passion? What do you spend your time on in your life? Well, I chill out most of the time. Uh, I am tuning into myself and I just do what I like to do every day, basically. Mm -hmm. I love it. I uh, love it and I want to do the same. Yes, that's that's how me and Katarina got to know each other. We did a lot of that chilling out together mm. uh, on the beach or in yeah. the forest uh, for uh, for a while. And um, also sometimes in as a part of that uh, general chill out and tuning in, you also tune in alongside other people, don't you? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. tell us. This is going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, what is it that you do when you do something with other people? Well, with other people at the moment, what I do is I create uh, meditation events and also meditation like stations. Yes. Okay. And um, how did that journey begin uh, for you? How did you meet meditation as something that you spent your time doing? Yes, meditation. Well, first time um, I got to know meditation, it was uh, when I was still a student. And then I was uh, renting some meditation DVDs from the library uh, or like uh, looking up meditation online on YouTube. And I was listening to that. And that was the first time I just got to know what the meditation is. Uh, but actually, then later in 2013, I have met people who are meditating. Do you remember what was the reason behind even looking for meditation? Like, why did you even start renting those DVDs? Because I wanted to feel peaceful. I felt anxious, you know, I just felt that everything is overwhelming. And I felt so good when I was listening to those DVDs and like much more peaceful. That, that was what brought me to it. And later on, when I met the people that meditate, actually, I was very much into um, like growing internally that I thought that I knew that there is something else that is within us that we need to look at. And I, I was searching for answers 
to many of the things that were happening in my life. And I learned that all the answers are within me, but I didn't know how to reach them. So then I just manifested this woman who led me to my meditation teacher. Yeah, because I wanted to ask you, how did you meet these people that meditate? Did you just like walk and stumble upon them or like, how did it happen that you met them? Well, on a physical level, I just walked and stumbled on, on them. But internally, I have made uh, like internal requests that I wanted to meet people who are like-minded and who, yeah, who are mindful. So you stumbled upon a lady, I understand, yes. yeah? Yes. Can you tell us the story, how it happened? Uh, well, it happened just uh, in some waiting room. I was reading a book and she, we started talking uh, to each other. And then she said, you know, I, I know someone who is a meditation teacher um, and guide and maybe you would like to meet her. And I immediately say, yes, yes, of course, because I was very open, you know, to receiving some something. And then I, I went for a one-to-one session and I was amazed. I was just in there fully. So do I understand this correctly? You made like an internal request that yeah. you would like to meet someone who would help you with grasping meditation on a, on a maybe better level. Mm. You go to a waiting room, uh, doctors, dentists. Yeah, it was, so, it was yeah. some. Reading a book, lady next to you, sits and start a conversation with you and she actually knows someone yeah. that that can uh, basically answer all the questions that you are seeking answers to and you go there and bam that 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 that's all that that's yeah. how it happened that how it happened okay <laughs> I, I, i'm with you i, I like that story that so teach far me meditation and they're talking with aliens so yeah that's another story <laughs> and that's from the left field but that that's that's amazing that's that's totally amazing because yeah. i think that this is one of those examples of what manifestation actually is i think many people also because of the the pop culture and how the secret the whole concept of secret was presented uh, misunderstood what it is all about many people think it's about trying to manifest money or job or house or partner sometimes uh, that i think those are top four things you want but it's sometimes about manifesting a guidance an answer an insight an inspiration and i think that's a part that it's not really that will explore and discuss. So thank you a lot for the story and actually cool story. Yeah, and we will we will talk a lot about mm -hmm. manifesting and creation. I would just like to stay a little bit with meditation first. Mm -hmm. So what does meditation mean to you? Uh, it's like switching off my thoughts and tuning into who I am inside me. So completely being in the stillness and uh, this can be achieved in many ways. It can be even like focusing on a breath or listening to mantra or focusing on a symbol or some sounds, visualization, like all sorts of uh, tools. So, you know, just to switch off thinking basically. And what I actually practice, it's called a compassion meditation um, uh, where we focus very much on the heart and on compassionately looking at all thoughts. So we're not blocking anything. We just are with whatever comes, whatever feels, and looking at it with unconditional love. So there's no conditions. 
And I believe this is the way our divine looks at us. So we are uh, kind of an observer to what's happening. Okay, so um, why can you tell us a little bit more about why, in your opinion, it's a good thing for us to switch off our thoughts? Because many people, they identify themselves with their mind and with their thoughts. So why would it be a good idea to switch it off? Well, uh, because uh, thoughts are very often conditional and the thoughts are like forming our beliefs and they send out certain certain vibration. So sometimes it's a good idea to stop that and just, you know, tune in something higher. And of course, thinking is very good, uh, but it's even better when you connect it with the heart that it's coming from your source, not from some, you know, what your mother was telling you or what the society thinks. So you are not identifying with this outer uh, conditions, but you are identifying with who you are internally. So that alludes to that some of those things that we hear inside our own head, it's not necessarily our own. Some of the things that we hear is the things that we have heard from our parents, our teachers, our society, and so on. And it may be sometimes difficult to recognize what is my own and what is downloaded from uh, external sources. Do I understand correctly? That's how it is. And then during meditation, you can obtain that distance from uh, from yourself and the thoughts and therefore be better in recognizing what's yours and what's not yours. And additionally, if you manage to connect it with your heart, you can then kind of like align the thoughts together with some sort of your true self or how would you call it this thing that comes out from your heart it's who you are it's who you really are yes that's that's how it is for you okay so now we are in a really high spiritual realm and you could come across as uh, this lady that just meditates chills Mm -hmm. out and so on so i just wanted to bring the other part of you to the picture just Mm -hmm. to show our listeners that you are also just like everyone else uh, a human being and when we met (laughs) (laughs) she does drink gin and tonics yeah No, it's just like it sounds like you are all like it could sound like you are almost, you know, uh, in another realm. Mm -hmm. But in reality, when we met, you were like a business analyst or something like that by profession. Yeah, yes. I was a business controller at the time and I've been working in a corporation. Actually, I've been working in a corporate world for past 10 years. And yes, I have also business education, engineer education, technical and I've been traveling a lot. So I've been, of course, I'm doing still, you know, many of the things uh, that, but but I combine mindfulness and med- meditation with my life. It's not at like another realm I'm entering, but for me, it's something down to earth. It's something that helps me to stay in the moment here and now and experience what's happening. Yeah, just wanted to make sure that our listeners know that no, because we know that. <laughs> I'm not living in a cave somewhere <laughs> and dressed in white. No, I wear makeup also. <laughs> yeah, I actually I think it's okay, Marta. I get you. It's it's a good point, and uh, because you know, Katarina, I actually have to 
say that most of people who come either to this show or we meet and are talking about things that are more of a spiritual matter, they maybe could come across a little bit like not being necessarily grounded in this reality. Surprisingly, all of them, they had or have even like a regular jobs, they have uh, like even higher business education. So it is a good point to mention that this is not something that we are, you know, we just downloaded an angel for an hour for an interview to sit with us. Although she looks very yeah, angelic. We, <laughs> we, we actually downloaded an angel for a little bit. Yeah, okay. No, but it, it's, a, it's a very good point because I think we need to really stress it that people who are uh, in search of deeper spiritual meaning are people that are among us, people who can guide us are among us. And I think that this is actually uh, the essence of being a spiritual being here on earth where you actually cannot just escape the world because you were put in this world to experience this world and then have the spiritual mm, look on it as well. But, you know, going into a cave for 10 years, uh, thats I don't think that's necessarily the path that we should strive for because we actually have to deal with the things that are happening in this realm. We are here for a reason. Okay, that was kind of my interpretation. Yes. But that was very good. And mm -hmm. you know what? We, I, we've met people, we, we've mm -hmm. had people on interviews who connect the spirituality and business, like having a soulful business or something mm -hmm. like that. But you've mentioned that you also have part of your education in engineering. Mm -hmm. I think soul engineering sounds spot on. That's something <laughs> that is like Perfect really name. cool. That yeah. is a good name for a record, man. Soul engineering. Yeah. <laughs> That's Totally correct. Yeah, spiritual engineering. Some of this, you know. Yeah. Spirit exactly. engineer. I, I like it. You know, it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's cool. Okay, so you've met that lady in the waiting room who has mm -hmm. taken you to your teacher. Because yes. as far as I yes. understand, that lady uh, that you heard about from that lady in the yes. uh, waiting room became your teacher. Yes. So what did she actually teach you? What did she teach me? Uh, she teach me the way to tune in to myself and also to create consciously because I've been learning how to create everything around me and within me consciously. So actually she taught me the 10 steps process. <laughs> it's, it's called spectrum of creation. And through meditation, um, I was looking at my beliefs in life and I was uh, kind of questioning them I was looking at them from the higher perspective thanks to that I was tuned in yes so here we go a little bit into engineering side we yeah. are talking about processes good it's, it's it all is. it's all coming together actually actually you know my teacher <laughs> actually my, my teacher she's also an engineer actually she's a she's been a business woman for many many years uh, before she started uh, to teach uh, the processes she came with so, yes. And you're a teacher yourself now yes. as well. So how long did it take you to become a teacher? Well, for me, it took about six years into the processes after I, you know, processed and I've learned everything from my own life. So I processed my life, basically. So I applied everything that I learned uh, into my life. And then I became, yeah, it, it, it is just natural, you know, it comes naturally. So you re-engineered your life through the processes. Yeah. I, I like it. It's all, you know, yeah. it's all really... Uh, no, but now when out. I think about it, Katarina, when you are saying that, I think that people who are engineers, 
they actually can convey this spiritual knowledge into a processes that people can understand because being an engineer or being process specialist, which we with Marta know because mm -hmm. we've been or are those professions, um, basically focus on how to th take some knowledge and put it in a way so it's the easiest for people to learn and understand and follow. Yes. It's actually surprisingly and maybe counterintuitively being an engineer or having engineering or business background and trying to teach people spirituality sounds like actually a very good idea. Yeah, it does. Well, I have actually learned the uh, spectrum of creation process. Mm -hmm. Like it's it can be compared to um, project management, actually, where you mm -hmm. where you start with a vision, with like describing uh, the needs, and then you you look at what it is that you have already, and what are the components to go further with. So it's like a, you know a project plan, basically. Cool. I really like, do you create like a Gantt chart and stuff? <laughs> well, often, you know, it's a kind of chart, like mind maps. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think that this is actually for anyone who is getting intrigued by, by this, uh, by this whole uh, fast manifestation thing. Um, I think you should listen because many things, many, I think many times people have this idea, yeah, they will teach me some woo meditation, I will sit there on a pillow and something will come to me or not, ah, this is bullshit. Guys, you will actually create a project. And that is very, very tangible. You can really like, you know, have something here. I think this is becoming a very interesting discussion. Mm. So, um, I would like to slowly start transi transitioning to the fast manifestation. But last question uh, around meditation. Uh, your business is called Joyful Meditation, yes. right? Can you tell us a little bit about the name? Why Joyful Meditation? Oh, it's because meditation uh, brings you, brings me to the state of joy, actually, to connect uh, with who you really are. And this part is actually very joyful and enthusiastic and it wants to be here and now and create. That's why joyful. Okay. And I think that this is a very good point because many people who are trying to learn to meditate perceive it as a very difficult thing to master. And I think that many of us who started with meditation and okay, so you have to switch off your thoughts. Oh my God, no, they are coming. Oh my God, this, is, this doesn't work. There is so many people who struggle. When you call it joyful meditation, I think you are taking this kind of aspect of this is something that is super difficult. You really have to work on it, to master it, to get a benefit from it. So I love the name. And I would like to tell for everyone who is in Orhus right now and listening, I think on 17th of November, you actually have an event. It will be at 5 p.m. Um, it's a group meditation and hygge. Is that correct? Yes. And uh, do I understand that uh, people are invited to sign up? Yes, of course. Yeah. More than welcome. Yes. Yes, and it happens uh, somewhere in Orhus. I'm not sure if Osaling. I. Osaling. Yes. Osaling. Osaling. But so if you want to find it, go on Facebook and mm -hmm. find Joyful Meditation Orhus. That's where you can find the event. Exactly. And then 17th of November, you can join Katarina and try it yourself. 
and try to meditate joyfully, I truly believe this is something we humans need, especially in a group. I think in group, it really magnifies the effect. So if I would have a chance to go to Orhus on 17th of November, I would be there. And I will just add my personal uh, recommendation because I have tried uh, meditations with Katarina several times already, and it's a profound experience, highly valued by me. And I don't know yet if I can make it on the 17th, but you might also meet me, not only Katarina, or maybe that can scare some people away. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna come, you know, <laughs> you're fine. No, okay. So before we move to manifesting manifestation creation, I would like to ask Dave to give us a little break with something he has created. Uh, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Well, so we're going for a song of uh, a band called Lacey Atomikai. And the name of the song is Lay Down Your Gun. Yes.
on these never-ending stairs. All sheeps and lions to reach the hills of good times. Thank you, Dave, for sharing your creation. You're yes. welcome. Did you need to manifest it somehow? Uh, did you make an internal request? Yes, I did. <laughs> no, yeah. I, you know, like because I I love the, the the subject of manifestation because it's been with me since I'm really little. Mm. It's actually I, a very powerful manifestation. And, uh, and but you know, I have studied. I have gone into different. You know, there is a lot about manifestation. In the in the Western tradition and the uh, Eastern tradition, and I have got into different disciplines of manifestation and trying, you know, uh, not all only studying, but trying to practice and since doing sigils and you know everything, and they never work. I don't know. They work. My my way of manifestation is suddenly I feel that thing that ah, this is what I want, and the day after it can be there, or sometimes even minutes after yeah let's dig into that because yeah. that's a very common um like question around manifestation you know like how does it work and exactly. and i think that we will be able to get uh, get to that uh, as we are talking about so let's mm -hmm. start uh, by what actually manifestation is for you katarina what does it mean for you uh, manifestation is a focus uh, for me like you focus on something you want something and then uh, It happens. Do you have? Do you feel a difference between manifesting and creating? It's the same thing for me. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. for yeah, you. it's exactly the same thing. You create from your within you, and you manifest from within you. For me, it's the same. Okay, good. Yeah, because sometimes people uh, use these words differently. Mm -hmm. I have met someone once, but I guess this will also be like different disciplines where manifestation was alluding more into this kind of like from your mind mm -hmm. and from your thoughts and uh, creation was more from your heart. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to clarify that, mm -hmm. that in these regards, we are using the two mm -hmm. words for the same concept yeah. Yeah. of uh, creating something from within you. But let's talk about it a little bit. Um, can you tell us a little bit how you see that thing of manifesting from your mind and manifesting from your heart? 
Well, you can manifest from your mind, but it usually, uh, if it isn't connected uh, with your heart, it can be a bit of a struggle. And also manifesting from your mind is like you fixate on something and you want really something, but it's maybe sometimes not happening. Most likely it's not happening. It's because of uh, resistance, resisting thoughts or resistance uh, within your vibration in your body. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think this is very interesting because, you know, one thing that I have learned from my teacher, Cynthia, was like, but we are just manifesting all the time. Whatever is like, whatever your life looks like is the manifestation of what is really going inside of you in any given moment. So there is a little bit, let's maybe dig into that a little Mm -hmm. bit of like, uh, we are actually creating our reality versus more conscious or more mm-hmm. focused mm-hmm. way of doing that. Tell us a little bit about how you feel that or see that. Uh, well, manifestation in a conscious way is to look at your thoughts because it's mainly your thoughts that create. So you observe your thoughts, your thinking patterns and what feels good within you. Yes. Okay, so it's like... Uh, so, so let, let's start from the beginning. Well, first of all, we are all manifesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So we are constantly yes. creating and it's not necessarily the thing we think we would like to create or not necessarily the thing we try to manifest, mm-hmm. but it's actually happening somehow on an energetic level. Yes. So when we have some unresolved issues or when we have some, w- you, you said something about vibration disturbances, yes. yeah. something about resistance, yeah. we will not be creating what we would like to have but we will be creating what we are vibrating out from ourselves, right? So now we come to a level of consciousness where we would like to be more uh, mindful about Mm -hmm. it and we would like Mm -hmm. to be able at choosing what Mm -hmm. we would like to manifest. And you say that this happens through focus? Yes, through focus and um, meditation is also a great tool because it's resolving the resistance. It's putting you in a higher state, basically, where you don't connect yourself with resisting thoughts or beliefs, but you go beyond that. And then you can see those resisting thoughts or beliefs from a higher perspective. And you have a chance to choose differently, to choose from the heart, from um, unconditional love. Wow, that actually explains why it's such a good idea to when you when you want to do it consciously and when you want to choose what you want to manifest, it is to actually do it as a part of your meditation. That's why, because that's what brings you in a higher vibration and allows you to see the resistance and the thoughts from a higher perspective. Yes. Okay. One one other interesting thing that I have met around the topic of manifestation is that part of fixation. So Mm -hmm. we might even consciously choose something that we really would like to have in our life, something we really believe Mm -hmm. that that's the right thing for us. And we can start meditating and Mm -hmm. we can start, you know, being in that space and and try to create and it's not happening. So Mm -hmm. tell us, what do you believe could be going on? Yes. (coughs) So, for example, if you want to create a relationship, right, a great relationship, a family, and uh, you you don't want to be single, but you all the time meet some people that reject you. you, you cannot get away from it. So what do you do then? Well, 
most likely because you know with your mind you really want a relationship but what's manifesting to you is actually rejections or or other complications uh, so then the best thing is to just quiet your mind and like go within and be really true to your, with yourself and what i suggest in uh, in this kind of situations is to write down all the beliefs uh, you have regarding relationships what does it mean what was your mom saying about that uh, what are your friends saying about relationships what do you think if you are a woman what do you think about men if you are a man what do you think about women so look at all of the spectrum of thoughts that you have and then tuning into yourself you look at them with love and you choose actually is it true or not true is it just a conceptual truth or is it a universal truth so do i understand correctly okay i know the answer but i want mm. the i want the audience to hear it is mm, that something i know the answer <laughs> is that something that you're helping people with yes yeah so because that was one thing like when i when i met you and i heard that you are a meditation teacher i understood that you were you are going to teach me how to meditate so you're going to help me manage my crazy monkey mind and mm-hmm. you know that i'll be able to sit in a, a lotus position and finally get some higher you know a state of mind but what you actually There do are is substances that can <laughs> help you with that yeah i'm not a substance uh, girl so oh, uh, i'm sorry i'm getting a bunch next week <laughs> So basically that was uh, that was the first surprise for me when we met together mm-hmm. and you did that meditation for me that you have actually been guiding me in that meditation and you have been asking me questions mm-hmm. and you have actually during the meditation been helping me resolve mm-hmm. on spot some yes. of those issues. Yes. Katarina, are you doing this in groups or are you also having one-on-one um consultations let's call it like this yes i do both one on one when we go much deeper on the issue we dig into the core of the issue actually because mm-hmm. it's like a usually one hour session mm-hmm. and in group meditation when there is like i don't know like five to ten people coming then we do just like on the surface tuning in and looking at the mm-hmm. vibration in the cor- currently on basically like first level i i i will call it okay okay i actually you know when you were talking about this um the whole process and you also said something both of you that mm-hmm. you know we are manifesting constantly which is actually true you know what example came to my mind it's exactly the same like with branding hear me out Every single one of us has a brand, personal brand. People see us in a way we come across. People can describe us in a way. Okay, this person is like this, like this, like this. Either visual or personality-wise. Every single one of us has a brand. Only several of us are managing this brand. Mm. So focusing on how do I come across what do i want to show with my attitude or with i don't know even the way i dress myself it is a bit of a businessy um comparison i'm making but that is exactly what came to my mind when i thought about manifestation everyone manifests but only some people are looking at this consciously and managing in a way what they manifest 
because we are all manifestors. It's just some of us are better at this focus that you just mm. mentioned. So that was the very first thing that came to my mind because I remember when I got into branding, I was like, yeah, everyone has a brand. Just so few focus on it, you know, that's, of course, from the business perspective. Another thing about this resistance that you mentioned, I also mentioned that in my own life that sometimes you really want something and you are trying to manifest it, even meditate, write it down, visualize it, and it doesn't come. The more you try, the more, t more tired you are. But there is something that you also mentioned about this underlying thoughts or beliefs. So as you just gave the example of the relationship, I had a very similar thing, you know, I wanted a wonderful, loving, supporting relationship. And all I was getting was exactly not that. Uh, greetings to all of my ex-boyfriends, uh, but uh, not their fault. It was just not a match, but that's not what I was getting. And I remember Marta once confront me and ask me, Anna, but um, do you believe that you actually can have a partner that will, um, you know, be loving and supporting and give you space to do your passions? And so I was like, ah, no, I have a feeling it's like a trade off, you know, probably, you know, if someone is really in love with you, he probably won't give you that much freedom. She was like, well, there you have it. You know, you cannot manifest what you want because you don't believe mm -hmm. that this actually is true. So it's sending completely two different messages. I want something, but, you know, actually on a conscious level, I don't really believe that this actually exists or can happen. And once I try and I think I worked six months to shed this belief that, you know, you either have a relationship, but then you are kind of tied down and you don't have your freedom and you don't have your passions or you can follow your passions but then the then you know no man wants uh, to be with someone who let's say can get really into the projects and the missions and whatever once i shut down uh, shed shed that down or away uh, they've arrived in my life here I am, yeah, indeed, <laughs> in the yeah. other side of the room. And, and, you know, and it's like uh, he, 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 from this point of view, he's a perfect partner for me, someone that I didn't really believe that exists, that could accept that part of me that needs freedom, because my experiences with relationships were very different than that. So if you help people with that, then you are doing a really a fantastic job because I think that's number one obstacle. You want something, but in the end of the day, you don't really believe and you may not even be aware that you don't believe in it. You Sometimes you have to really like take yeah. layers out of it to realize, shit, oh, I, I don't actually believe this exists and I really want it. So uh, I think if you are doing that, it's a pity I haven't met you. Uh, three years ago because then probably I wouldn't have to do it uh, over months with trials and errors by myself but then I would definitely come for a for a consultation with you did I grasp it correctly yes very nicely actually oh thank you you're very skilled at that <laughs> well so, so I, ha I have my moments <laughs> I have a little question have a little question yeah. who manifested 2020 
We all did. We oh, all did. Jesus, wow. Yeah. I think that's a actually very, oh my, yeah. that's a creation. So, so this yeah. is what I wanted to add this question because it's about, a, a, how would you call it? A, escaped my, con a, a shared consciousness. Yeah, co-creation. Mm. Yeah. 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 Shared, shared consciousness. Con yeah, shared consciousness. Um, mm. Manifestation, no? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's not the, only the evil elites. Um, no, it's all of us. Uh, Katarina, what do you think about this? Yeah, do, did we manifest 2020? And how, how is your view on that? Yes, we did manifest 2020. And actually, we've been calling in our conscious, uh, consciousness or vibrations for that. You mm -hmm. know, many people lost their jobs in 2020. And if you would look at the beliefs or vibrations which were behind people. Many people were just simply tired of going to work, of just like, you know, going and uh, performing some role. And then they just lose the job. It's as simple as that. Or, you know, they just needed a rest, spend time with the family. And that kind of happened. And it sometimes can be served to you in a twisted way. Yes. Because that's not how you imagined you not going no. to work or spending time with family. I also think, and I'm curious about your opinions, ladies, that we have, we, and by we, of course, it's, it's a generalization, but people have been complaining a lot about the world we live in. It's not sustainable. It's uh, su such a consumption, capitalistic uh, driven world. Uh, where is the meaning of it all? I don't want uh, to live in the reality when it's only career work. There was so many yes. of those thoughts and complaints flying around in ether, I would mm. say. And suddenly something like this happens. And we see a lot of physical manifestations on this. But I think it's a, an amazing opportunity for all of us to reevaluate our lives. So uh, I wonder if you see it the same way, because I think that all this was something that we wanted to happen. We just when you manifest, you cannot predict how it will manifest exactly in a physical mm -hmm. world. But we wanted a break. Yeah. We wanted a change. We wanted a new world. We wanted more conscious world. And maybe that's how we will get there. What do you think about this? Yes, I agree with you, actually, that, that this is what we wanted, that we were maybe subconsciously sending out to the ether that uh, we want a break. We want the everything to change. Yes, I, I fully agree. <laughs> okay. So I'm just like, of course, I agree as well. And I do believe that this, you know, like one thing is manifesting on your individual level and the other one is the manifestation of, because we live with other people. So uh, we influence each other. It's all energy. Mm. So of course, we are also a part of that creation. But for the last five minutes of the show, mm. <laughs> I wanted to tie it up just to clarify what is this fast manifesting because now we have talked a lot about meditation and manifestation but we promised to get, get the angle of the fast manifesting mm -hmm. can you tell us what is fast manifesting for you well fast manifesting I, I wouldn't give it an adjective fast manifesting but if we need to add it then fast if you want to manifest something fast then you need to be really conscious about uh, your thoughts your energy, your vibe that you are in, and clear that up. And if you want to manifest uh, something in your life, 
and you give it a lot of thought, but it is not happening, then just get away from that. Get away from thinking about that. Just leave it out so that it res- like you know the resistance around that will dissolve and focus on something different, something positive, something that you're happy in your life, like, I don't know, petting a cat or playing with your children. And then, you know, the universe, the God uh, knows that you want it. And then, you know, just give it a thought from a different angle and then it would manifest faster in your life. Okay, that's very interesting now that you say that you wouldn't call it fast because I call it f- called it fast because we were talking uh, while we were yeah. <laughs> by the sea in the cold yeah. sw- in our winter bathing uh, and you called it uh, fast manifesting. That's what, so what you manifested. <laughs> so I wanted naked to naked ladies I want, in a cold sea. We are not naked. I wanted to say that this is probably the only club in Denmark where it is not a naked winter bathing but actually everyone is wearing swimming suits which was my manifestation because one of the things I was most afraid of is that it would have to be Mm. naked and I was not necessarily ready for that so having that cleared out and manifesting that only club (laughs) where I would say that probably some men manifested you in a water in a bathing suit so that was fast manifesting as well for someone so (laughs) how would you call it if the fast would not be the perfect uh, adjective what kind of adjective you could give it instead i would just call it manifesting okay you would just call it manifesting. <laughs> yeah. maybe well, conscious conscious yes conscious and like in tune yeah. mm-hmm. okay so so you would like focus on it and you would try to clear as much as possible those thoughts and beliefs that could be creating actually, the resistance actually there's no trying in that the what th- there should be because you know uh, meditation is about releasing Mm-hmm. It's about releasing the tension. It's releasing the, you know, internal dialogues. Okay. Just, so reformulating yeah. it, you would focus on what yeah. you would like to create. I would tune into that. Yeah. You yeah. would tune into that yeah. on the higher level. What yeah. is uh, that thing that you would consciously yes. like to create? Yes. And then you would release the thoughts and resistance. Yes. And if not possible, if those thoughts or resistance would be kind of like something you cannot mm-hmm. release, mm-hmm. you would actually focus away from it yeah. and focus on something that brings you some sort of joy, pleasure. Yeah. yeah. And trust and trust that this what you want will appear to you in in some form. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I actually have to say that the trust part is very important. Many times, me and Dave, we are stop not not millionaires yet. We are wondering mm. why, because what the hell? Maybe we don't need to be. But <laughs> no, I, I, it was a joke. But Dave says, you know, it will come when it's supposed to come. It will come in the right time. And this calms me down because it's like uh, th- this kind of like you know, it has to be right now. Maybe it doesn't, you know. Maybe sometimes a thought of something is as great as actually having that thing. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's a very yes. tricky, interesting uh, thought that but, I'm but having. But in, in, the, in the magical Western tradition, it's always been you focus very intensely mm-hmm. on that that you desire to manifest, and then you forget completely about. Yeah, then you completely you even let if you go. if you if you put that intention into a drawing or a mm-hmm. paper or whatever, you sometimes you burn it. You you mm-hmm. disappear. Yeah. You vanish it, and then you just carry on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that has always been well, not always, but from the high middle ages until now mm-hmm. in the magical tradition, Western magical tradition has been the way of approaching manifestation. 
And I can see that we have manifested the ending of our program. Uh, and I would just like to say that all the information about Katarina will be on the fiveoptions.com, five as a number, and Joyful Meditation Orhus, and you need to find her. Yeah, you definitely need to find her. Thank you so much for being here. You have a lovely, lovely presence, and you are wearing my favorite color, Katarina, Fast Manifestor. Thank, Thank you very you. much. We will hear each other you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Where we hopefully convinced you that five indeed is a magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply 